Chapter 33 of Hero Tales from History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Hero Tales from History by Smith Burnham. Patrick Henry, the Firebrand of the Revolution. Pat Henry's a good-for-nothing fellow, just lounges about his father-in-law's tavern telling stories and fiddling. This was the verdict of the people of Hanover Courthouse, Virginia, when Patrick Henry was a young man. When he was but a youth, he had married the tavern-keeper's daughter. He had tried farming and failed, people said, because he was too lazy to do anything but go a-fishing but he was a great reader and had studied law in a random, listless way. The door of opportunity opened one day before this young man of whom the neighbors had so little good to say. There was a case in court called the Parsons Cause. This famous lawsuit arose in the following way. An old law required each church in Virginia to pay its minister 16,000 pounds of tobacco as his yearly salary. Later, the legislature of Virginia passed another law which permitted each parish to pay its minister a smaller salary of money. The King of England set this law aside, and then the Parsons, as the clergy were called, brought a lawsuit to collect the unpaid parts of their salaries. Young Patrick Henry's sympathies were with the men who were sued, and he offered his services in their defense. When the people of Hanover Courthouse heard of this, they laughed as if it were a huge joke. The good for nothing, what can he do with this low tavern talk, they asked in scorn. His stories may do for a bar room, but for such a fellow to speak in such an important case will be an insult to the court. The courtroom was well filled on the day of the trial. The opposing lawyers had promised to make short work of Patrick Henry and teach him a lesson he would not soon forget. There was a strange stillness when the young man rose to speak. At first, he seemed unable to control his voice, and some of those present nudged each other and whispered, He's going to break down. I told you so. He ought to have known better than to attempt a big case like this. Then young Henry's will seemed to come to his rescue. He straightened up, his face flushed eagerly, his eyes blazing with indignation. His words soon came in a torrent of eloquence. He declared that the people of Virginia had the right to make their own laws and that if the king interfered, he was no longer the father of his people, but a tyrant whom they need not obey. The jury, carried away by the young lawyer's fiery appeal, decided that the Parsons should have only one penny more money. The people who had come to sneer now began to cheer. They carried the young lawyer out of the courthouse on their shoulders. That success showed that the near-do-well was really a great lawyer. After that, Patrick Henry spent his time in his law office instead of going fishing or loafing about the hotel. He studied to improve his mind and practiced in correcting his errors of speech while learning to make good use of his newfound gift of speaking in public. Honors were showered, thick and fast, on the fiery lawyer. Other cases were brought to him, and he won them right and left. Soon he was sent to the House of Burgess, or the Legislature of Virginia. When other leaders hesitated to take the steps necessary to obtain their rights, 
Patrick Henry did not falter. He seemed to see farther than other men into the future. He made the halls of the lawmakers ring for liberty, beginning his great liberty speeches ten years before the colonies were prepared to meet and declare their independence. When Virginians were sent to the first Congress of the United Colonies in Philadelphia, Patrick Henry was one of those chosen to go with George Washington and Richard Henry Lee. Here, in a fiery speech, Patrick Henry exclaimed, I am not a Virginian, I'm an American. He had to leave Congress before signing the Declaration of Independence. But soon after, he became the first governor of Virginia, which is now no longer a British colony, but a new state. He was four times elected governor of the state. Patrick Henry was the firebrand of the revolution. That is, his burning words spread like a prairie fire from south to north and inspired the people with a burning zeal for liberty which cannot be quenched till all 13 colonies had gained their independence and had become the United States of America. It has been said that Patrick Henry rocked the world with his voice. The best known of his speeches was made just a few weeks before the Battle of Lexington, which was the first skirmish of the revolution. Here are the closing words of that great speech. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace, but there is no peace. The war has actually begun. The next gale that sweeps from the north will bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are ready in the field. Why stand we here idle? What is it the gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. End of chapter 33